Hi, I'm Helen and this is Why Mums Don't Jump. Busting taboos about leaks and lumps after childbirth. All the stuff that happens to your pelvic floor that no one ever talks about. Incontinence, prolapse, pelvic pain, problems that affect millions of women. One in three. I'm one of them. I have a prolapse. My pelvic organs fell out of place after the birth of my second child. And if you had told me back then that I'd be speaking about this stuff out loud, I would have told you to give your head a wobble. Okay, hello and welcome to this extremely special episode, bonus episode of Why Mums Don't Jump, which <laughs> I was going to say could be completely chaotic, but it's actually already been completely chaotic, <laughs> although none of that will end up on the final results, so hey, don't worry about it. Um, and that's because as well as me, there are three other people in the virtual studio here. Uh, everyone say hello. 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 Uh, and uh, we're here because we want to tell you something uh, that very special that's happening in just a few weeks from now on June 24th, I think. Yep, June 24th, which is the Every Woman Festival, which is happening in Cardiff. So let's just briefly introduce everyone who's here uh, in a sentence. Just who are you and what's your involvement in Every Woman? I'm Luce and I'm an author and I wrote my first memoir about pelvic floor dysfunction and incontinence that came out a couple of years ago. And you are speaking at Every Woman, as is Dr. Aziza. Tell us about yourself. Hello, I'm Dr. Aziza Sisse. I'm an NHS GP. I'm also a health content creator. So um, I'm very, very passionate about everything health awareness, but particularly women's and gynecological health. And I'll be talking about the gender health gap. Amazing. And uh, the woman behind it all, the brains behind the operation. Julie, who are you? <laughs> uh, so I'm Julie Cornish. I'm a colorectal consultant surgeon in Cardiff and I'm the founder of Edelman. And, and so this is where we need to start because this is all your idea. <laughs> tell yes. me, tell me I'm slightly regressing bit. it now. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. Uh, tell me a little bit about the festival. How did you dream this up? What's it all about? Okay, so um, I've been working in sort of conferences and events for medical professionals for God, 10 years, which sounds bad. Um, and I've also been doing a lot of service development for pelvic health services in Wales and in the UK. And just getting really quite frustrated about the lack of change and how slow it is. And the fact that, so I see women in clinic all the time who tell me they've had symptoms for seven, 10, 15 years, and they've suffered in silence, or they've gone to see somebody and they didn't have the knowledge and the power to know that that wasn't normal, it wasn't right, they should get help and they've been bounced back. So it takes them a long time. So I thought, right, do you know what? So the menopause movement has had some fantastic traction, but um, you know, there's so much information now, it's almost like Dr. Google's a bit crazy. And this, the idea of this is to signpost women, so practical workshops, seminars, and sort of more evidence-based treatments about what's normal, what's not for all stages of life in womanhood and kind of just some ideas really. So that's where it came from and it's it's escalated. <laughs> it sounds incredible. I'm like I've never heard of anything like mm -hmm. this happening before. I keep telling everyone it's like it's like a it's like a Glastonbury but for women's health. But I'm, I mean I might be overregging it a bit. But that's Glastonbury that's... Hay Festival <laughs> for women's health. Hay yeah. Festival, there you go. That's the one. <laughs> it's and it's like, and the same then... time as Glastonbury as well. <laughs> oh it is, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it is. It it'll, is, it is. it'll be much less muddy and more refined. I hope. Um, and, and you've got like all these amazing speakers, us included, obviously. And there's going to be people on the main stage talking about periods and pelvic health and birth injury and gender health gap and 
menopause we've, and we've got a comedy uh, show so fran bush who does a comedy show at the end of a fringe festival on her yes. broken vagina and this sort of cracked me up so she's been um in she did a channel formerly series she's a she's an author she'll be talking about a book but she's basically saying about how she got to 30 didn't enjoy sex and what she decided to do about it so that's the last thing which frankly will be done with a gin in my hand and that will be quite entertaining it sounds amazing that's on at four o'clock though isn't it and yeah. you've just told me that I'm signing books at four o'clock and I was going to go along and watch. So we might have to have a little chat about that. <laughs> we may need to move things. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be great. Um, Luce Brett, author of the inspirational book, PMSL, <laughs> and uh, one of the first ever guests on the Why Mums Don't Jump podcast. What will you be speaking about at Every Woman? I will be speaking about PMSL, which is a memoir I wrote with a lot of similar intentions to the ones that Julie just spoke about, because uh, I sort of got, um, I flipped from to be more cross than I was upset about the state of my own gynecological health, post-birth injuries and my own um, incontinence, and also the sort of state of the world and how unkind we are about incontinence and women's health. And the more I found out, the crosser I got, and then, um, you know, get a cross busy woman and then she might <laughs> you might begin to try and change the world so that's what I decided I would do I'd write a memoir about incontinence the first incontinence <laughs> memoir and then um it's been a, a real journey because I sort of didn't it's quite a frank book and I didn't really think that anyone would buy it and even right up to the last minute my editor was a bit like are you sure very frank but the reason I did it I did it because I wanted to start a conversation and I think that there mm -hmm. aren't enough conversations about this because I, when it came out, I got a letter from a woman in her 90s who was led, said, I wish I'd never had children. What happened to me was terrible and detailed. Not so much her specific injuries, but she was like, nobody ever spoke about a birth that was traumatic to me. Mm -hmm. And like I was writing about a birth in 2007. She's talking about one in whatever it was, like the 60s or 50s. And she's like, it was the same and no one listened. And... And I thought, how sad that there's all that trauma and upset. And maybe she was a lot like me. And she just needed to sit down with someone's big sister to go like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, like I'm one of those women who like got it all kicking ass around the world and doing my job and looking great on Instagram with my kids. And actually, I'm devastated sometimes that my sex life has been ruined. And I know I should be grown up and feminist enough to get the answers, but I don't know how to articulate it to my doctor. And I just talk in a funny way. And I can't remember whether it's my vulva or my vagina and all the stuff. Or I just felt so powerless it changed me and things like that. And mm -hmm. no one had said any of that stuff to her. So she'd been trapped in it for years. And then um, I want to come and talk because I want to read a bit, some stuff from the book, because I think there is a power in validation. And mm -hmm. I just think that if people hear some of the stories, it might empower them to do something mm -hmm. and it might make them feel, you know, when you work yourself in public, for example, which happened to me, or when you have a time at a hospital where you know they're probably going to say something's wrong, but you were kind of hoping they wouldn't, or mm -hmm. you have an operation that is supposed to save everything and then doesn't quite work or you prepare for a childbirth like you prepared for all your straight A exams in life and you didn't it didn't work out when those things happen to you even if you know all the answers that does not mean you don't feel completely alone I don't think I think it's completely isolating so I wrote it to start the conversation and I will be at the Every Woman Festival talking about my mangled minge and <laughs> and about how like even something like as awful as bowel incontinence is something 
where you can look up and there will be someone talking to you who's been through it and come out of the other side. Maybe not in pristine form, but who has come out. Because you just think you're never going to get to the end of that journey. And it's so important to know there are people who've been through it before you. You need your sisters there, mm-hmm. your big sisters and your friends' big sisters who've walked the path, right? Yeah, and absolutely. your daughters. And, I mean, one of the yeah. big things for this is about, I mean, it's not scaring people about no. having babies. It's not, or anything like this. It's just about understanding the fact that it happens. So actually, if you kind of say, this could happen to you, and actually there's ways to fix it. Mm-hmm. And um, this could happen to you, and there's ways to, to reduce the risk. Would you not want to know that? And also, you know, if you're pregnant, having had a baby, anything like that, or even if you're kind of, you've, you've finished menopause, you can still mm-hmm. get incontinence then. Mm-hmm. So. The whole generation, bring your mum, your sister, your aunt, your, you know, you've got to be over 16. That's the only thing. Dr. Aziza Sisse, am I saying your name correctly? You are. That was accurate, but you can call me Aziza, please. Yeah, OK. <laughs> Aziza, you're on the uh, main stage early doors, I think, which I'm quite jealous of because I'm, I'm on later and I know I'm just going to spend the whole day being really nervous and biting my nails. <laughs> but um, what can we expect from you at the Every Woman Festival? Well, I am really excited and privileged to be on the main stage. Julie has been um, very accommodating, very, very welcoming, but um, it's a passion, the topic that I'll be talking on, um, gender health gap. The gap that is wider than needs to be, it's insane. I mean, the reality is that um, when it comes to women's health versus men's health, we lag way behind. We've practically been forgotten. And we know that it's really, really bad in the UK. Actually, the UK is one of the worst in in the whole of Europe. The gap is the widest, unfortunately. And they recently, we had the call for evidence come out and there's a women's health strategy. It's pretty dire that things need to improve. And they need to be improved because there's not enough research. There's not enough information about common conditions that affect more than half the world, half the population. And it's because when we talk about women's health and gynecological health, it is riddled with shame, stigma, taboo. And this is perpetuated because, for instance, I run a platform on Instagram. I run a social media platform where I do a lot of health awareness. And it's difficult to get this information out there. Like, just like Luce was saying, you need those big sisters to hold your hand and talk you through things and, you know, no longer hide it in shame because it's a reality that happens to a lot of people, right? Um, And you don't want to feel alone. You don't want to feel dismissed. You want to feel like your symptoms are real, you know, and and need to be dealt with. Um, And when you have platforms that censor you just for using gynecological names like and i'm gonna say it because they're not bad words but vulva vagina you use any of those words immediately no one's gonna see that post you won't see this you won't see the post your reach will drop and recently um it was put up on linkedin and they have auto-generated captions and they censored the words vulva and clitoris. Yeah. And these mm-hmm. are the kind of things that perpetuate the shame and the stigma and um, just widens the gap. Because why mm-hmm. would people want to talk about something if it's seen as negative? Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to just be talking on this, um, reinforcing the fact that change needs to come and it needs to come yesterday. And also hopefully empowering people to come forward um, with their ailments and and just reassuring them that they're not alone and there is help out there. 
basically. It's going to be great. And I noticed you're on stage as well with um, uh, Tiffany Sequeira, who was on the podcast a while back. She's a gynae girl on Instagram. Yeah, She's a physio. She's, She's great. Really. She'll be great on this. And the Welsh Minister for Health. Health. Elena is right? going to be opening. Yeah. So actually, she's going to be talking about her Welsh health uh, strategy or vision for it for women's yes. health. Yeah. Um, but we need more details exactly on that. And I hope that you're going to be. In fact, the other person who's mm. chairing that is going to be Suzanne Rankin, who's the CEO of Cardiff and Vale University Health Board. And I think she's got some fairly challenging questions. So that one is going to be a good one. And it's highly likely we're going to have some gaps in the seminar sessions. So do come early because that session starts at 11 so if there's any gaps you can just chug in and uh, and have a watch because we want that full so we can ask some questions i'm so excited it's gonna be so powerful the whole thing um yeah so i'm i'm on at two o'clock i think with friends of the podcast also pelvic health physiotherapist emma brockwell and uh dr rebecca moore from make birth better we're going to be talking broadly about birth injury and i'll be wanging on some more about my prolapse and <laughs> which you've all heard before uh, and how like one post on instagram grew into this podcast and a community and and a book and now and now here we all are so that sort of flavor. but you'll be there in person but i'll be there in person and you can do book signings so if you've got a copy of the book come along get helen to sign it she'll do a personalized thing for you or buy a book there <laughs> yes. and then at the bookstore yeah. it's going to be yeah. there honestly there's so much stuff um and we can't get through it all now there's just hundreds of things and like julie was saying this is good. like now you were telling me just before we came on there's going to be like a cookery demonstration as well as the belly yeah. dancing and the painting and the pilates and the meditation and it's going to be just conversational stitching creative marking like uh, creative market sorry not marking uh we've got live music we've got some choirs we've got uh pop-up foods there's a bar there's a picnic area nordic walking circle dancing ultimate skipping drop-in sessions meet the expert to speak to consultants about polycystic ovarian syndrome endometriosis managing pelvic pain it's going to be immense right a brilliant like honestly it's going to be amazing so the key thing now that we need to do is julie remind us when where and how to get tickets Okay, so it's on on Saturday, the 24th of June. It's in Cardiff at Insol Court. You can buy tickets at everywomanfest.com. They're currently £15. And uh, yeah, um, it's got a beautiful, beautiful venue. Um, so all the particulars are there. Come along. All day. So you get one seminar, one workshop guaranteed, but there are loads of drop-in events you don't book for. They're part of the ticket. You get a free goodie bag. There's trades, there's charities. If that's not sold it to you, then I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're going to one.